Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I am determined to get you back on track in this episode today. So if you found yourself floundering or drifting away from the New Year's resolutions that you made for yourself and your business. Today, I'm going to make an argument for doing a mid-year review. Now, a mid-year review may sound like something that is done in larger corporations or may seem like a little bit, whatever, too corporate. But the fact of the matter is we sort of get going in our in our day-to-day lives, and it's really, really easy to lose sight of our goals. But not only that, it is easy for us not to step back and take stock on the things that we're doing, the strategies, the tactics, the way that we're managing our time, the people that are working with us. It is so beneficial to step back and take some time to analyze whether that teammate is actually working and producing ROI, or that specific strategy is working or not. So having a midpoint in the year to assess and to course correct if needed is an incredible thing that you can do, not only in your business, but in any area of your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we start this episode, and I'm going to make an argument for why you need to be doing not only mid-year reviews, but be doing quarterly reviews. Um, But let's just, you know, little by little, or in Miami, as we say, poco a poco, we're going to get there. Um, But before we do start, I just want to put a little seed into your mind that if you're listening to this episode and you're realizing, oh man, I really feel off track, or I really feel like things are not working and I'm not exactly sure what I can do to get them back on track. It feels too big. It feels too... Um, outside of my realm of knowledge, I have something for you. So this July 11th, okay, this upcoming month, I am holding a free workshop um, on how to build your scalable marketing machine. So inside this workshop, you're going to learn exactly how to upgrade your brand so you grab people's attention and communicate with your target client in a way that moves them into action. We're going to cover how to create a marketing strategy that pulls on your biggest growth levers. I'm going to give you the exact framework that I use inside my own business and with all of my clients, some of which who have produced million dollar months. So I'm going to give that to you. Um, I'm going to show you how to strategically build a lean team. Okay. One that is going to give you results and one that is not going to um, hurt your wallet too much, right? Because oftentimes we throw money away. Um, on people executing in our business, but if we are not being really strategic about 
who is executing what and how we're measuring it, we can be throwing money out the window. So how to build a team with for lean team that provides, um, that gives you ROI. And then last but not least, I'm going to tell you how to lead, how to lead your marketing team and even your wider team that are going to help you really build your business. So if that sounds like something that is intriguing to you, I would love for you to join. Again, it's a totally free workshop. It's called um, How to Build Your Scalable Marketing Machine. And you can save your seat at uglyventures, U-G-L-I ventures.com backslash workshop. And it gives you on that page, you'll see all the things we're going to cover and you'll be able to save your seat. That's July 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I try to make it um, a time that the West Coast folks can also join in. So I would love to see you in there. It's going to be really juicy, packed uh, workshop. And it's really going to help you. Again, if you're sort of finding yourself in the middle of the year, nervous that you're not really on track, or you don't know if you're on track or not, this workshop's really going to help. So uglyventures.com backslash workshop. And we'll also put that um, link in the show notes for you. So let's get into our mid-year review. So what is the point of a mid-year review? Okay. So when I'm talking about taking stock on all of the tactics and the strategies and everything that is working or not working, right? This is a really critical um, practice that you can go through in order to reach any goal, right? And again, this applies to all different areas in your life. We're going to talk mostly about business now, but the first step in doing a mid-year review, and what's great about doing a mid-year review, better than a quarterly review, is you have six months worth of data, six months worth of trying certain things, of action. And six months is a really great point where you're going to have that high-level view, that kind of vista of everything going on, and you're going to be able to make like intelligent uh, conclusions. Sometimes when we're doing quarterly reviews and we've actually only been churning a certain strategy for a handful of weeks, it is maybe not as strong of a case, the data, right? But over, uh, you know, 180 days of data and trying certain tactics, you're definitely going to get an idea of whether something is working or not. So the first thing that we want to do in a mid-year review is we're going to want to really look at the goals that we set for the year and ask ourselves where we are now, are we on track or are we off track, right? So we're going to look at the goals. And in doing that, we're going to assess the performance of our team, of our everything that is meaningful to you in your business, whether that's your sales reports, your revenue, um, how, your, you know, your social accounts, your email list. What are the specific metrics that you're tracking that are going to be those leading metrics, right? I have an episode, which I'll also link in the show notes about leading and lagging metrics, which is basically, what are you, what are you looking at? What is the, the actual data that is going to be significant for you to um, improve that's going to lead to those sales, right? So a lot of times that could be number of leads, that could be how much a social account is growing, whatever. But you're going to want to look at those performance metrics and, and say, honestly, is this doing well? Is it not doing well? Because oftentimes when you're setting goals, especially when you're setting smart goals, right? Those specific, measurable, time-bound, all the, whatever the acronym is, um, which escapes me at this very moment, but the, um, 
when you're setting, uh, you know, when you're setting goals, I hope that you have those goals attached to certain outcomes, right? Whether they're smart goals or OKRs or whatever way in which you set your goals, they should be the desired like outcome that has attached to it a certain metric. So you know whether you're on course or off course. And then if the goal is for the year, you can divide that final metric by four, for example, and then you have to reach that milestone every quarter. But it's important. Now you can understand the importance of setting your goal, your goals well, like, like setting them up well in order, like the actual words you'd use to describe the goal, making sure that there is a obvious, very clear outcome that you're aiming for. So when you're going to midterm review time, you're going to be able to look at the numbers and see whether you're on or off schedule. The other thing, so now I know many of us, I know many of us are maybe not so great at, um, at tracking the metrics and really setting those metrics well. So if you've gone to the middle of the year and you're like, shit, like I should have done this, but I didn't do it back in January. It's okay because mid-year review time is a time where you're able to look at those goals, see in the next six months, okay, late is better than never, right? So now you can set those numbers, right? Now, I do also think it's important to have some kind of idea of what you have been doing and understanding if it's working or not working. Even if it's like a, a feeling or directionally accurate is better than nothing, okay? But to be clear, I want you, if you haven't, to set clear metrics, right? Clear measurable goals for the next six months. If you haven't already, one really good practice that you can do is a simple calendar audit. So if you've never done a calendar audit, it's so easy. Just look at however you keep your schedule. So if you use like a Google Calendar or a Calendly or whatever you use, or even if it's paper and pen, go back to January and get an idea every single month. Where was my focus? What was I focusing on? What meetings did I have? What projects did I execute? What project meetings? Did I hire anyone? Did we start any new projects? Go month by month and list out what have you been working on? right? And then take some, an honest look at all of that action you've been taking and saying, did it produce outcomes for me? Was that a useful um, use of my time? So assessment is incredibly important. So that's the first, the first case in why you should be doing a midterm review, okay? Assessing your performance and your goals where you are now. The second really important thing to identify while you're doing your midterm review is once you have that assessment in front of you and you can honestly say, is this working or not working, right? Then you can articulate the challenges that you are having. So a lot of times what ends up happening is we kind of, we get to the end of the year and we're executing on a certain strategy and it didn't work. And we actually don't know why it didn't work, right? So it's really useful to look at the performance and see, okay, what's not working or what goal feels really far, and then identifying the challenges that you faced, right? So honestly looking at the numbers and honestly assessing how you're doing is gonna prompt the question, what is actually stopping me? Is it me, something that I'm doing? Is it my team that's not performing? Is it someone that's missing that we need, like some, some workload that's not getting done properly? Is it a knowledge gap? 
Is it the market, right? Is it our customers? Like what is actually the problem here? How come we aren't where we want to be or need to be? So identifying those challenges, so important for figuring out how to move forward in a way that's going to actually produce results, right? Because we cannot keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. We need to be honest about what challenges we're facing and then create a strategy on how to overcome those challenges. So inside that exercise, you're also, I'm, I would like to ask you to also identify what are some of the opportunities that have come, that have arisen, right? The market, um, our business, our customers, how we learn our products, everything's always very fluid in startups, right? We're always learning and adapting and growing. So yes, we can focus just on the challenges, but in every challenge, there is an opportunity. And so I want you to start thinking in that way. What are some of the opportunities that have come up in the past six months that we could possibly capitalize on, right? So again, that simple practice of finding your opportunities and, and understanding your challenges is going to really dictate how you move forward. It's so, so critical that learning, that an iteration and improvement, this is actually the process. We may do this on a micro scale, like month to month when we're looking at data from you know our month of social media stats, for example, but doing it in a like over a longer data set of this six month period and making this conscious, conscious effort to kind of steer the ship the whole ship of your company in the right direction is, is, is the process of, of reaching for more in your life and your business, right? We need to sort of be honest about where we are and make the necessary, take the necessary actions to get us on course to hit our targets and hit our goals. So as we're kind of going through these first two steps, assessing performance, and the goals where you are, identifying your opportunities and challenges, this is also an opportunity to really enhance your engagement with the team. So normally when we're doing our yearly planning, everyone's super excited, right? Everyone's got a lot of creative ideas, whatever, but the very unsexy sort of day-to-day -day work can be very draining. So doing a mid-year review with anyone on your team, any freelancer or contractor or partner or what co-founder or whatever um, investor, it's going to revive everyone's energy and enthusiasm for what we're doing, right? So it's a really great way to sort of re-engage the team and get them reinvigorated with the business, which is really important. But it's also a nice time to assess the performance of individual contributors in your business, right? It really is, it's, it's painful, but if you have someone that's not like picking up the slack, right? Someone that's just dead weight, maybe they have a bad attitude or maybe they're not performing or they're not delivering things on time or whatever, a mid-year review is a really good reason to sort of clean out anyone that's not performing, um, replace them with those that are maybe more knowledgeable or more experienced or whatever. Um, this is a really good excuse to do that. And holding performance reviews for anyone that works on your team. Now, again, this may feel like a corporate practice, but I absolutely recommend it for any startup, okay? We need our, everyone working in our team, anyone that's helping us in our business to be extremely engaged, 
because startup is hard. We're functioning under a lot of uncertainty. So we need the buy-in from everyone that's working with us. And performance review is not only a way for you to kind of like clean out the closet of people that are maybe not doing so well, um, but it is also a way to get more aligned with the people that are doing well, right? And folks, they want to do a good job. And if you hold a performance review, for example, you know, and, and praise them when, when needed and help them to improve in areas they need to improve on and give them that support. People that, that choose to work in startups, they're typically very growth-minded and they're gonna love that simple practice. So the third point is really about the team. The, first, the fourth point here is uh, about course correction and realigning with the goals. So as I said, when we're assessing the performance and identifying our challenges and the opportunities, the next sort of level of this is it gives you an opportunity to rejig your goals. Maybe your goals are not um, applicable anymore. I mean, markets change a lot. Things change a lot. And so it's a really great uh, thing to have a touchstone to say, like, is this goal even relevant anymore? Or to sort of put things on a new track if they get thrown off. Because again, sometimes you're just like blindly going after goals. And you realize that maybe they're not like the most important thing to be focusing on now. Life does change and a year can be a very long period of time. So I'm not saying to abandon your goals quickly and change everything. With very nuanced attention, <laughs> look at the goals that you have and say, is there a way to improve these goals? Have we learned anything in the past six months that's going to maybe uh, enhance the language we're using or the metrics we're going after? Um, were we aiming too high in January? Do we want to reel things back a little bit now that we see, you know, how things are flowing and what our pipeline looks like, what the conversion rates are? We can reel things back so they're more realistic. Because sometimes, if you set goals that are so outrageous that there's no way that, that you guys are going to, the team's going to get close to them at all, it also makes people lose steam. So you want to make sure that you have this, re, this level of reality with the goals that are set with a little bit of room to push the team. But again, reassessing them, realigning them, um, not only within yourself, but within the entire team, right? Touching stone on what those goals are. So, so important for keeping that momentum. And then last but not least, when you're looking at everything that's gone on in the past six months, and you have a, a clear understanding on what has worked, what hasn't worked, you know, how far you've gotten in the six months and the things that need to change. Then when you're doing your um, planning for the next quarter or the next six months, you're going to be that much better at planning strategically because you can realign on, with that understanding of what worked, what hasn't worked, what is needed. You can move forward with an even more strategic plan, right? You can move forward with a better plan. And so that's going to be the, the kind of last piece in this mid-year review is how are we going to move forward, right? And you're, you're going to be able to uh, set the next six months goals, intentions, targets, know exactly who needs to go on the team, who needs to join the team, um, what areas of your business going to focus on in the next six months. This is all going to be much easier when you've really taken the time to assess the previous first six months of the year. So 
here, here's my argument. You know, make this mid-year review happen for yourself. We're almost at the end of June. We're pretty much at the end of June now. Six months into the year. Take, you know, take some time, a couple hours dedicate, maybe 30 minutes on your own, maybe, you know, an hour meeting with the team to really assess, review what has happened and get their input where their challenges are. Where do they need support? Doing this kind of touchstone with yourself and with the team is going to make the next six months of your year unbelievable. It's going to be unbelievable because you're going to go move forward with a clear vision and a deeper focus on what needs to happen. So that is my my sermon on mid-year reviews. I hope that you are excited to do one for yourself. Um, I myself am doing one this Sunday. I'm taking some time to review my business on my own. And then I'm going to do a session with my husband and we're going to look at our family goals for the past six months. How, how are we, right? So this works in every area of your life. And again, if you're feeling like a little bit lost, like my marketing, my sales are just not where it needs to be. And I'm freaking out because it's six months into the year and I don't know what to change in the upcoming six months. I don't know how to make it better. Please join the workshop on July 11th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Save your seat, uglyventures.com backslash workshop. I hope to see you there. And that's it for today. I will see you back here next week for more marketing goodness. Have a great day. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.